the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about what we see as an upcoming trends, five upcoming trends for 2021 in yoga, Ayurveda, and fitness. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back, and we're going to be talking about what we see as the top five trends for yoga here in 2021. And we use the term in the beginning as yoga, Ayurveda, and fitness. And I believe that is very important because it's no longer just yoga to a yoga teacher. Yes. It has to be more than yoga so that they can give the best benefits to their clients in a way that their clients need. Yes. And sometimes yoga alone is not going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So I also know that everybody's going to say, well, that uh, I know that the number one of the top five trends is going to be Zoom or it's going to be online group classes. Yes. And I'm going to go with that isn't. Nope. And I actually think that it's going to go away because we're already seeing teachers getting burnout from doing online group classes. So if teachers are already being burnt out from doing them, it can't be a, a something that's going to be great in 2021 because it's already doing damage to the teachers. Exactly. It's not sustainable. Yeah. And also the student, I mean, it's in the past, the, the, group, the group yoga classes, say in-person group yoga classes, uh, the, the students are there. They are in the room with you. They're so in their own. They're in, in the classroom, so they, they're they focused. Are, exactly, they are in the classroom. They are focused, and uh, their uh, their their environment is doesn't matter as much right there as it matters now. So now on the Zoom room with multiple people, you everything also depends on what's going on in the individual student's home environment. Yep. Yeah, and so they can lose focus so quickly. They can lose focus very quickly. They can lose focus very quickly. And then two, two, students, two students in the physical room, they, they may be very comfortable because they are in that physical space. The same two students online may not be comfortable sharing their personal space online. Yep. There are a lot of things that are going on. Yep. And then uh, in, when you're doing it in person, you know what's going on in the class. Exactly. But in a uh, online, a yep. group of people, you don't know what just happened. No. So you're losing people. They're coming back in. Exactly. They're quitting. They have to stop and look. So you're not having the ability to literally watch your students yep. as well. And some of them might not even turn on their screen. Exactly. So it's almost impossible to assist. You're, not that it isn't impossible, but there wouldn't be burnout already. Yep. 
Uh, so you're seeing that it doesn't work as well for the teacher yeah. and for the student. Your situational awareness as a teacher is uh, is a, a lot more challenging online. And like you said, because I know most of the Zoom teachers will say, well, the students have the option to turn the screen on or off and stuff. So you have students with the screen on, you have students with... Uh, the screen off, and all of that affects the energetic aspect of the class dramatically. So the, it's, and yeah, go ahead and do it and see how great it works. Yep, for how <laughs> so, long it works. Exactly. So with that, the group classes online is not what we're seeing yes. as the best case scenario yep. for 2021. Exactly. Now with that, I'm going to go with what we do see, and that is private half-hour classes. Yes. Private half-hour classes because you get to watch the student. You get to tweak the student. Yes. You can shift what the student's doing, and you can add to what the student's doing and what the student isn't doing. Exactly. So with that half-hour can be in person. Yes. It can be on screen. Yep. So if it's in person, you can do a lot more with them. So I'm going that we're going to see a lot of the trainers, a lot of the teachers going into half hour classes with private clients. Exactly. In person or online. Yep. That's the best way to go about it. And with that, I'm going to call this yoga therapy. Yeah. Because, and the yoga therapists out there who's going to possibly listen, but I doubt they do because no, we trash they, yoga therapy, no, exactly. international, whatever, so much. Association of yoga therapists. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah. anyway, so I don't think we have any yoga therapists certified. And they are better than us anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. We're not actually yoga no, therapists. No, we, we are a, we're beneath Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, and actually, they've told us that. They've, yeah, they did. Yoga teachers are beneath them. Yeah. So with that, though. Uh, getting into being a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. So being a personal trainer along with a yoga teacher, you're now going to be able to do so much more with the one-on-one. -on -one. Exactly. So you literally are a yoga therapist because you can assist that student, whether it's online or in person, doing certain things. You might see that their hips are tight. Yep. So now you can add like the monster walk with yep. bands or you can add balancing. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, that their toes lift yep. when they stand. So yep. now you can add uh, like a bazoo. Exactly. Uh, you can do different movements because if as a trainer or a therapist, yoga therapist, you can literally start tweaking and assisting them to become healthier. Exactly. Being a, as a personal trainer, you have a lot more tools in your toolbox that complement the uh, yoga tools that you already have. Yep. And because yoga, and that's one of the things that you're not going to see in the beginning, a lot of yoga teachers that are also personal trainers, yeah. and they're combining those because a lot of the yoga poses are body weight training. Exactly. And so you can take the body weight training yes. along with some props. Yeah. And I'm using props, medicine balls, bazoos, yep. uh, uh, stability balls, uh, 
medicine, I already said medicine balls, uh, but bands, things like that, and really assist your client. Pull up bar. Exactly. There yeah. is hardly anything that works the back in yoga. So all of a sudden, now you're giving that client a much better workout, whether it's in person or group, or not group, but in person or online. And by doing these small pieces of equipment, it's very inexpensive. Yes. For less than a couple hundred dollars, somebody can build out a full gym. Absolutely, yeah. So doing half hour personal training yoga, I see as a huge trend that is going to be going in 2021. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, that, that's the, actually the true version of a yoga therapy, right? You have to... You have to give your client what they need in the most effective way. Yep. So I don't see like Ashtanga being the big thing of 2021. Uh, a lot of the, the, a lot of the classes that are full, you have to do this exactly. and this and this. I see it shifting. Yes. Because even though even though the people even though a lot of teachers will say well now uh, people have the time they are at home or they they are uh, a lot more distracted so to be able to find that hour long hour and a half whatever chunk of time takes a lot more energy than before yes because before it was easier for people to have a routine. Yep. Right? Yeah, routines are going away. It, routines are going away, exactly. No. And that's one of the great things about when you're doing personal training, yes. the half hour, you can talk about routines. You can exactly. talk about things exactly. that is going to assist the client to become healthier. That's right. Now the client's environment comes into play right then and there. It's uh, before... Uh, you could get away without paying attention to it mm -hmm. as a regular yoga teacher. But today, it's right there in your face. Okay, so that was number one, is half-hour yoga therapy classes. Yes. So it's half-hour yoga therapy, which will consist of yoga and fitness. Yes. Now with that, this also can jump into the yoga therapy class, but it's also a major trend that we're seeing, and that is breathwork. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back. And the second on is breathwork. Yes. Uh, we're seeing that uh, there's actually uh, Glamour Magazine did an article. <laughs> About uh, celebrity breathworkers. Yep. Uh, yeah. Time Magazine did a whole big thing. Thing on breath work yeah. so we're seeing a lot more people talking about the importance of breath work mm -hmm. and we see it with the mask oh yeah because the mask really shows you that you need to do breath work when you get that mask off exactly you know so people are walking around constantly wearing it 
but when you take it off, you've got to get your lungs working. Yes, it makes you realize that uh, you were taking uh, air for granted. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Creates urgency. That, yep. Now, with that, not psychotic breath work like Kundalini. Oh, uh, no. no the, not the, psychotic the breath work. Breath yep. work. <laughs> not psychotic breath work no, like uh, no. the. <laughs> no, what is that? the Bastrika, uh, the hyperventilation. Yep. Yeah. It's teaching your clients and watching them and assisting them yes. in literally four different breaths. Yeah. And these four breaths can be taught in one day. Absolutely. But it also can be practiced constantly yes. as a personal trainer. Exactly. So you can teach your clients and then continually use it. I know you do with uh, several of your clients for years. And that it's just one of those things that it people take for granted breathing. Yes. But there's so much importance to it. There is there is so much importance to it and like you said, I have to repeat that there are very, very simple breathing exercises that are extremely powerful. And you don't want to go for the crazy stuff because... Especially now. Exactly. Especially now because those are going to have a, the reverse effect of what you expect. You want to stay away. Yep. So. And you'll probably see some of the people that are having major issues exactly. because of doing too intensive breath work. Yes. So I'm just going to run through the, the four yes. that we would teach and we do teach oh, yeah. at our studio to clients either online, actually teacher trainers, yes. and in person. And in person, yeah. So belly breathing. Yep. Simple. Belly simple breathing. one. But belly breathing does so much. Exactly. For a client. And most people actually don't know what belly breathing is. Yep. They do it improperly. They do Far it improperly. improperly. Yes. Belly breathing is not diaphragmatic breathing. So so we got belly breathing. Yes. And number two is? The alternate nostril breathing. Yep. And alternate nostril breathing can be done almost anywhere. Don't do it driving. <laughs> no, don't do it working not. heavy, whatever. But at home before going to sleep, exactly. there's so many times that it'll make the person mellow out. Yes, and it's very important to do it properly because alternate nostril breathing can be practiced improperly and then it has the reverse effects. I'm just saying. And we're going to go with uh, Kalabate breathing. Kalabate breathing. But we call it breath, breath of, power of power because people don't want that weird shit. The Bastrika, the breath of fire. Yep. Yep. So, Kalabate is not breath of fire. And from what we've heard, a lot of teacher trainings teach breath of fire and call it Kapalabate. And it does I'm, completely different things. I'm just saying. So, so those <laughs> yes. three. Yeah. And, and then the standing hitting breath. Yep. The standing hitting breath is huge it's a great warm-up yep for any type of exercise exactly uh whether you're going for a run or practicing yoga yes and standing heating breath is not bikram breath nope, work it's not Bikram. two breath completely work. different styles even though they look similar so those four and if you want to toss a fifth in uh ocean breath Oh, the yeah, Ujjayi the, breath. Ujjayi or Only Darth if Vader. the people already know how to exactly. do the rest of the stuff, but that's not an advanced breath. And it's, right, and right now, I would stay further away from it, just because of uh, our lifestyle today. Okay, so yes. the first four are good. Yes, and but, I fully uh, agree. 
but breath of power and then alternate nostril. Always. You always do breath of power first and then alternate nostril. And you don't do them in the beginning of your class because I know a lot of teacher trainings teach breath of power in the beginning of the class, which defeats the purpose of it. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a lot of... But this isn't about a breath work. This is about the five things. So yes. those are two. Yes. So 30-minute yoga therapy. Yep. Uh, breath work, yes. which can go into the 30 minutes. Uh, meditation. Meditation. Or concentration. Concentration exercises. Yes. Non-structured meditation. Yep. Because I just want to say for all the people that think they're meditating. Yes. Uh, Sanka philosophy says yes. two minutes, two seconds. If you do it properly, you die. Yeah. So if you're doing it for an hour, you're not doing it properly. Yes, you're not doing meditation. <laughs> so concentration exercises yes. are much more important than focusing on meditation exercises. Exactly. Exactly. Concentration exercises, and we also refer to them as non-structured meditation. In order to uh, explain that that's the difference. the difference, yes, concentration exercises are even more important now than ever before because people are too distracted. We have too many distractions hitting us on the face all the time. Before, even though people had to drive to work and go run errands and all those things, they had, it was easier to get a quiet time. You had a routine. Now, now to establish a routine now takes a lot more effort, a lot more effort. And with a lot of things going virtual, online, that screen that screen is there all the time. Yeah. And that screen is a huge part of a distraction. So the concentration exercises are needed more than ever and also for our immune system. And concentration exercises can be as little as the watching outdoors. Yes, watching, uh, watching nature, yep. observing nature. Watching a bird, exactly. sitting in your house. Yes watching a bird, yes. watching a squirrel, yep. it doesn't matter that much because that's going to give you that focus on one thing. Exactly. Watch a plant outside. Watch a leaf. Watch a flower. Watch something. Exactly. And not worry about finding that enlightenment from sitting in... Uh, full lotus and going home because <laughs> that's going to just make you worse exactly you don't want to so the concentration exercises that are needed these days are are exercises that don't take you in your head they are exercises that take you out of your head closer to nature that's it. those are the exercises that are needed and uh, and they can be and that's what a, a trained uh, yoga therapist <laughs> who's not <laughs> a yoga therapist a, a, yeah yoga therapist a certified yoga therapist exactly who's not a certified yoga therapist uh, can uh, help someone with 
It's and yeah. we actually did a podcast, right? Or was it a YouTube about what yoga therapist actually means in the United States? Uh, it was uh, it was a video, yeah, a training video. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So so. But uh, but we talked quite a bit about yoga therapy in the good, the bad, and the ugly of yoga poses. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so now I want to go into number four, and number four is sleep. Sleep, yes, yes. As a good yoga therapist, yes, <laughs> uh, you want to be able to assist your clients in being able to get rest, yes. to be able to relax. Yeah. And I know that you always tell people that sleep actually means that your brain is too tired. Not being able to go to sleep, exactly. Not being able to go to sleep is because you don't have the energy to go to sleep. You are actually depleted. You are exhausted. You are uh, either physically or emotionally or mentally exhausted. You don't have enough ATP. You yep. don't have enough adenosine triophosphate. Yes. And in Ayurveda... Yep. They talk a lot about sleep. Yep. And we actually did a, a set of two episodes yep. on sleep. Yep. Yes. So so that's four. Yes. And all of those are very important, and a lot of people are especially asking us about them now. Exactly. Uh, so those four, and the last one, number five, is outdoor. Yes. Uh, we called it sandy feet yoga. We yep. taught yoga on the beach. Yes. Stand up paddle in yoga. Absolutely. Kai yoga, kayaking to an island, practicing yoga and kayaking back. Yes. Outdoor activities that gets people in the sun. Absolutely. In the sun and closer to nature. And uh, actually during an outdoor activity, you can do all of the ones we talked before. Yep. You can do one through four during an outdoor activity. And be depending on where you're at, it exactly. can be a small group. Yes. Uh, because you can put a huge distance yes. if you know how to teach. If you know how to teach, yes. And you don't have to show and yeah. you can verbalize. Yes. You can have 20, 30 people in a large area practicing yoga on the beach. Exactly. You can have a large group of people out there on boards practicing yoga. You can have a large group of people, if you have the kayaks, yep. uh, to go kayoking. You can do that because you're in control of the distancing. Exactly. And you can teach them the breath work. You can do the concentration exercises. And they are going to sleep awesome because they will have gotten so much good energy in them. They through the through everything. Yep. I know that mostly, not mostly, I think everyone that took our stand-up paddle and yoga and our kai yoga classes yeah. told us the next day that that was the best night's sleep they've ever had. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, and as a yoga uh, teacher, I've always said that, that every yoga teacher should get to teach stand-up paddle and yoga at least once. Because it is a meditation for the teacher it, in and of itself. Exactly. Exactly. It is such a completely different feeling. So, excellent. And then on the beach, in the grass, with a goat, <laughs> near a boat. <laughs> on a boat. Uh, all yes. of those, anytime yeah. you're outside, you're really assisting the body. But you have to do it properly. 
exactly, you, for the best experience for you and most importantly, the student. The student's time matters a lot more now than ever before. And if they are there to give you their time, you better treat it with the utmost respect. Yes. So we'll be right back to do one extra. Stay tuned. And we're back for the last one. And the last one's going to be more about teachers teaching teachers. Yes. Continuing education. You can create an hour class that you talk, like we're doing right now, podcast-ish, uh, YouTube-ish, whatever way, and literally teach something very specific. Uh, you know, like uh, the background of Shiva. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, a different class on... Uh, uh, planet Mars, you know, things that people want to learn about that is a very niche aspect. So not saying, oh, I'm going to teach a hip opener. Everybody does that. Hard openers. Yeah, I'm going to do hard openers. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about very specific half hour, hour online classes that meet something that people really don't know a lot about. Like, what is the background of sage? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, why? how do you sage a person's uh, studio? How do you do a uh, sweet grass? Why do you use sweet grass? Do people even know what sweet grass is? Uh, so there, there's all these different things out there that nobody's really touching on because everybody's doing heart openers. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's yeah. doing uh, uh, how to do a back bend. Yes. Uh, so they're looking at all of these. They're doing all these classes that they think are and cool. Meditation. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, and they're not really yeah. hitting yeah. stuff that are very unique. I know some of our classes that we teach online that are the wildest ones are the ones people buy the most. Yeah. So having something that you can literally put up, and every time somebody buys it. You make 20 bucks, exactly. make 50 bucks, you make $500. Depends on the class. So creating continuing education that people that has something depth to it, some depth to it. Yes. And actually, this is the best time to do it because you can, you can connect with so many different people all over the world because, that you might not have had the chance to connect with before. Since more, so this is taking advantage of the online in the best possible way. Yep. So dive real deep into your head and find what is something that interest has always interested you so much that you never found anything about, yep. right? And dive into it. Find as much as you can about it. See why that's actually has some value and share it. And if it's if it is about yoga or Ayurveda, yeah. you get you can do continuing education. Exactly. Yoga Alliance is looking for continuing education people. And right now, all uh, the non-contact 
hours, the online stuff counts as contact hours. Yeah. So it's a great opportunity. It's win-win-win. It is, yeah. And so those are the type five plus one <laughs> that uh, we see and we're going to go into a lot this year. And the one that we're not going to go into a lot is group online Zoom classes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, no Zoom room for us. <laughs> Even though we got a Zoom room, uh, no Zoom room for us. So until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.